we're analyzing Kinder Morgan stock ticker KMI to see if it's a great business on sale. This analysis is around 10 minutes. It's going to be intense, but it's going to be worth it. We're using the select six analysis to look at the most telling financial metrics before estimating a fair value for Kinder Morgan. Then we're giving a final rating to the business. There will be a key bonus metric along the way that just might be the tipping point when analyzing Kinder Morgan for your stock portfolio. Before we get into these valuable metrics, let's understand Kinder Morgan stock performance. Right now, Kinder Morgan trades for $17.13 per share. Year to date, their stock price is down 5%. In the last 5 years, their stock price is down 4%. In the last 10 years, they're down 54%. Going back 12 years just after the global financial crisis, Kinder Morgan stock price is down 43% overall. Right now, Kinder Morgan pays a big dividend yield of 6.48%. Their average dividend yield throughout this time is added on to the returns in their stock price. Kinder Morgan trades $2 below their 52-week high. They're up $1 from their 52-week low. Kinder Morgan is a big business. They have a $38.5 billion market cap and a $71.3 billion enterprise value. But the burning question is, why should we be paying close attention to Kinder Morgan? Kinder Morgan is one of the largest midstream energy firms in North America, with an interest in or an operator on about 83,000 miles in pipelines and 144 storage terminals. The company is active in the transportation, storage, and processing of natural gas, crude oil, refined products, natural gas liquids, and carbon dioxide. The majority of Kinder Morgan's cash flows stem from fee-based contracts for handling, moving, and storing fossil fuel products. Now with this understanding, let's get into the numbers. Starting with metric number one, we want their average return on capital in the last five years to be above 14%. The average business earns about a 7% return on capital. Looking for a benchmark that's double this can build in margin of safety based off the quality of the business. Kinder Morgan has had below average return in all five of these years, though they've been pretty stable around the 5 to 6% mark. It's hard for Kinder Morgan to hit this benchmark due to their high amount of fixed assets. Kinder Morgan uses a lot of leverage in their business, so while they earn below average returns on capital, they're earning about average returns on equity, and they can have a pretty stable business. This is below average, meaning it's below our benchmark as well, an X on metric number one for Kinder Morgan. Metric number two, we're looking for growth. As a midstream energy company, Kinder Morgan's free cash flows are going to be the most telling here. Typically, we're looking for free cash flow net income and free cash flow growth. Their free cash flows have grown by 43%. At the same time, less meaningfully, their revenues are up 33% and their earnings are up 59%. Good to see growth in these other two. Again, their free cash flows are what really count as a midstream energy company. This is a check on metric number two. Metric number three, we're looking for decreasing shares outstanding. Kinder Morgan's issued a very small amount of new shares, diluting shareholders by 1.5%. While this is small shareholder dilution, it's below many of Kinder Morgan's peers. It's shareholder dilution nonetheless, meaning this is an X on metric number three. Metric number four, we're combining our previous metrics. We're looking for free cash flow per share growth in the last five years. Kinder Morgan's 43% growth in their free cash flows outpaced their 1.5% shareholder dilution. Kinder Morgan's grown their free cash flows per share. This is a check on metric number four. To recap where we stand currently, through four metrics were split evenly, we have two checks and two X's for Kinder Morgan. 
During recessions, overly levered businesses are at the greatest risk of losses. In metric number five, we want Kinder Morgan's net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments, to be below the sum of their free cash flows in their last five years. Right now, Kinder Morgan has just over $31 billion in net debt. They've been steadily paying down their debt in each of the last five years. At the same time, Kinder Morgan's generated $13 billion of free cash flow. While their free cash flows have been stable in most of these years, that's coming in at a third of their net debt position, meaning Kinder Morgan's using quite a bit of leverage in their business compared to their free cash flows. That's not out of the ordinary for these midstream energy companies, which tend to lever up their assets more heavily, almost similar to some REITs. Kinder Morgan's free cash flows aren't fully supporting their net debt position. This is an X on metric number five. Again, this is partly the nature of the business. You can dig into the company's filings to learn more about this for yourself. Before we get to the first of two different valuation methods for Kinder Morgan, it's time for our bonus. As our bonus, we're looking at Kinder Morgan's dividend profile. Right now, Kinder Morgan pays a huge 6.48% dividend yield. We want their dividends to be supported by their free cash flows in all five years. People make mistakes all the time by blindly chasing dividends, so it's important that this is the case. Kinder Morgan's done just that. Not only have they grown their dividends per share in all five years, they've also grown their free cash flows per share over this time. While Kinder Morgan pays a high dividend ratio, they've supported their dividends using their free cash Cash flows. This is a snapshot of their last five years of performance. It's no guarantee for the future. It seems like Kinder Morgan's dividends are supported. That's the case today. This is a check on our bonus. The big metric of them all, metric number six, we want Kinder Morgan's average five-year free cash flow divided by their enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this gives a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury. It's the first of two different ways we're estimating a fair value for Kinder Morgan. Enterprise value looks at both a company's net debt position and their market cap. It looks at Kinder Morgan similar to it being a private company. Right now, Kinder Morgan has a $71 billion enterprise value. In the last five years, they generated $13 billion of free cash flow, meaning they generate $2.6 billion of free cash flow in a given year. When that's divided by their $71 billion enterprise, value, we get a 3.7% average free cash flow to enterprise value yield. On a current basis, Kinder Morgan generated $3 billion of free cash flow in their last 12 months. When that's divided by their enterprise value, it gives us a 4.2% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield. Both of those are slightly above the yield of the 10-year treasury, but they're below the risk premium we're looking for. On metric number six, this is an X. Don't just throw Kinder Morgan out. We still need to estimate their fair value per share and give Kinder Morgan a final rating. Everything we've discussed so far is important, but there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze Kinder Morgan, which takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to estimate their fair value per share. A DCF model is based on the predictability of a company's free cash flows. Like any model in any discipline, its outputs are sensitive to its inputs. We're starting with an average of Kinder Morgan's free cash flows in their last three fiscal years, then using historical assumptions to grow these into the future. It's up to you to figure out if these will be accurate or not for the company. Assuming their free cash flows decline at a rate of 2.5% annually for the next decade, then in the following decade, assuming these decline at 5% annually, if we add in Kinder Morgan's tangible book value, which gives an estimate of their net worth, if we want a 15% rate of return, which is what Warren Buffett looks for in his investments, if today's valuation multiples are the same 20 years from now, an estimate of Kinder Morgan's fair value per share is around $12. 
That's only down $5 from the company's current stock price, but there's not a lot of movement in their stock. There are some key points to keep in mind. Kinder Morgan has not been that predictable of a company in its past, even as a midstream energy business. This affects our assumptions and could be the case for the company going forward. Keep in mind this discount rate is an estimate of total returns to shareholders based on their free cash flows. It already includes their dividend yield. Their stock price would not be appreciating by this full amount. Most importantly, this analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Consult with your financial advisor before making any investment decision. In just a minute, we'll give our final rating to Kinder Morgan, but we have to address something first. We've covered the numbers, but the qualitative factors may be even more important for Kinder Morgan's business. What are they? Well, let's find out. Looking at the factors supporting a long thesis, number one, after paying down $12 billion of debt since 2015, Kinder Morgan now has more financial flexibility to invest in growth projects or return capital to shareholders. Number two, Kinetrex and related RNG deals show that Kinder is willing to aggressively pursue clean energy efforts, putting it well ahead of many peers. Number three, Kinder Morgan's natural gas midstream footprint is unrivaled in North America, giving it high return investment opportunities as gas supply and demand fundamentals shift. But we'd be remiss if we didn't cover the negatives of the business as well. Looking at the factors supporting a short thesis, Number one, to a large extent, Kinder's liquid natural gas growth prospects depend on China's growth. Number two, selling the Trans Mountain Pipeline and exiting Canada eliminates regulatory and political risks, but takes away growth opportunities for Kinder. Number three, Kinder has yet to pursue stakeholder partnerships for new pipeline projects like its large Canadian peers have done, which could help it improve stakeholder relations. There you have it for a balanced perspective of some of the qualitative factors of Kinder Morgan's business. Now it's time to give our final rating. In analyzing Kinder Morgan stock ticker KMI, we learned this midstream energy business earns below average returns on capital. They've grown in their last five years, growing on a per share basis as well. While they've worked to reduce their debt in the last decade, their free cash flows still don't fully support their net debt position, something that's not out of the ordinary for other midstream energy businesses. Unlike some of their peers, Kinder Morgan supported a growing dividend in all five of the last years using their free cash flows, although they do have a high dividend payout ratio. It's worth reiterating this analysis is not financial advice. Kinder Morgan's free cash flow to enterprise value yields look to be just above the 10-year treasury. They're down from the risk premium, so they don't look that attractive compared to it. When we performed our discounted cash flow analysis, if today's valuation multiples are the same in 20 years, you believe those assumptions and you want a 15% rate of return. An estimate of Kinder Morgan's fair value per share is around $12. Kinder Morgan last traded at those levels in November of 2020, meaning you need to be patient. Looking at all the factors of our analysis, Kinder Morgan looks like a modest candidate for further research. If you enjoyed today's video, be sure to like it, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, share your thoughts about Kinder Morgan, and let me know what business to cover next in the comments below. Thanks for learning about Kinder Morgan with me, and have a great day.